All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get this episode started, once again, this episode is brought to you by Vias Carpentry. Big shout out to Vias Carpentry. This has been the third time that they sponsor us. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for custom woodwork, you're wanting a dream kitchen, anything that has to do with wood, Vias Carpentry can make it. They'll give you a free estimate and they'll just deliver the highest quality woodwork you can imagine. So we're going to put their information in the description down below. Uh, so make sure to check them out. Tell them the Half Court Podcast sent you and you'll get an extra discount on that. Um, another sponsor for this video also is Vivid Dreams. Now, we know times are tough right now with all this thing going around, but Right now, I know that it is not stopping people from, you know, making their dreams realities, such as like a wedding or maybe a quinceanera, sweet 16. Uh, Vivid Dreams are the people to capture that moment. You're working with professional videographers, professional photographers that are synced in and know what they are doing. They'll capture the highest quality you can imagine. So hit up Vivid Dreams for a free estimate on that. And... One more thing before we get this episode rolling, the Half Court Podcast Store is coming out pretty soon. So it's a website where you can just go and show us support, you know, keep supporting us so we can keep bringing the content out there. Like I said, we're going to have T-shirts, tank tops for the summer, crop tops for the ladies, mugs, cases for the phones, and we're just going to keep expanding that the more further we go into that. So make sure you be on the lookout for that. And... That's it. So let's get this episode rolling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. What is Gucci Manucci's? Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. I'm Darwin. Got AV behind the camera. And today we have the Bam Bam. Hey, man. <laughs> Bam Vinci in the house. Yeah, man. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you, brother. So uh, kind of to break the ice, just tell people, you know, who you are and then uh, what are you doing? Let's go from there. Well, my name is Brandon. They call me Bam Bam. Um, I'm a barber. Uh, I started cutting hair probably when I was 13. I turned 20 in July and um, started started cutting hair really because of my dad. Um, he's the one that really just brought me into all of this. Um, he just asked me one day, he walked into my room, he said, hey, can you cut my hair? I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. And uh, it just started from there. It wasn't anything like... Uh, it wasn't like a job that I was looking for or anything. It was just like more or less of a hobby. And I took it as that and we just kept it going. So uh, when he said like, all right, I'm going to cut your hair and stuff. Was that like your first cut? Ever, yeah. And that kind of like just sparked it? Yeah, it just like gave me motivation to become better and better. It wasn't like I was looking for a job, like I said, or anything. It was just more of a hobby. Now what, how old were you at this time? 13. 13. Yep. That's, that's crazy. That's the amount of trust, like. Your dad, like, comes up to you and say, hey, son, cut my hair. And you don't know shit about that. You know, like, you don't know shit about. You what know, kind of clippers did he get you? The well, Aircons? Is it the Aircons? Well, I, I started with some Conairs, but. Conairs, some, yeah. Yeah, they were, they were weak, but. I have hey, some, uh, that's the move, though, to get oh, started. Yeah, you know, sure. I had some, and that's how I fucked up my brother's head when they were little. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah, I guess that's how you learn uh, to respect shit. the clippers, though, and yeah. respect your craft and your yeah. tools. Hell yeah. And, um. So ever since you've been just cutting hair. And, yeah, like, I've never had a real job. I mean, I mean it is a real job, but. I've never had like a job where you had to fill out application or anything. Gotcha. So I guess I'm blessed for that. Oh yeah. Um, and right now, you do like appointments and stuff. Yeah, just appointments only. Uh, I'm blessed to say that I'm pretty booked, so I'm, I do really just appointments. Yeah. You got a cut recently from from. Yeah, yeah. What would you rate I, it? <clears throat> what would I rate it? Yeah. 
It's fucking fire. Thank you. It's crispy, natural. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely I'd go back anytime. Hell yeah. Thank you. Um by the way, appreciate the shirt, man. Y'all y'all looking at the purple one. Uh he came in repping it, you know what I'm saying? One of our supporters, and we do appreciate that. Um so right now it's been what, you're how old? I turned twenty in July. So it's twenty in July. Youngsters, man, I'm Almost telling you. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, like, y'all are ahead of the game, like, the game, period. Jay Poe said it, like, a, uh, a couple years ago. I ended, I had, like, a little interview with him, and he was like, these youngsters, bro, they're, they're something else. They're fucking ahead of the game, bro. And yeah. at the time, I was just recording them, like, and now that I see this shit, I'm like, like, because it, it, it was, a, the interview was about N7 at the time. So N7 is around your age, right? Yeah. So it's crazy, bro. These youngsters are fucking on some other shit. They're woke. They're about the they're about the bag at a at a at a young age and like I was, I had the mentality but I was just fucking around and just being a thought you know so, <laughs> yeah it, y'all are definitely in the right path, with this uh, where you want to take this because you've been doing it right now for five plus years so where are you looking to take it, um more than anything just uh, be the best version that I can be of myself I'm not really in competition with anybody or anything just with myself just to keep bettering and bettering myself. In every single aspect in the barber game. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, when it comes to the... Because I see a lot, you know, like, uh, there's a lot in, like, the barber culture here in Oklahoma is getting bigger and bigger. Um, did you look up to anybody here while you were, you know, getting in the process of cutting and that um, you look up to? I would or, say a lot of people, but more or less take like things from other people's styles and just like make your own. Cause I feel like if you look up to one person only, then you're stuck on that certain style. Yeah. So I would say more or less take like this piece and then this piece from this person and make your own style. So I would, I, I would say I would look up to people, but just pieces. It's a little bit of, yeah, hell, yeah, yeah. Pieces yeah. Of them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, at what point did you, uh, actually start like knowing that that was it? Cause I'm pretty sure it came the time when you were like, "Oh shit, well I'm ha- I have to make money." So uh, how how did you get into that? Like, uh, how did you? So probably around fourteen, fifteen. That's when I that's when I started making my own money. Started like paying my own phone bill and just doing like little things by myself. Little did I know that was setting me up for like success in the future. But yeah, I started. Uh, it became more real whenever I got to the shop, uh, Kings of the South, and I started cutting there a little bit, and it was like. Oh, like barbers can make real money, and I didn't realize that until I got there. So that's when it really hit me. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I know a lot of successful barbers, and I think it's just a process. But there's money. There's money to be made in the business. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've gotten to the point, man. Like a lot of people tell me, you know, it, it's crazy how you know, the, a cut can make a difference. And a lot of people tell me like, ah, you don't need to be getting a cut weekly. I've been getting into that groove because I like it. I feel good. Like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's like, you know, it's crazy how it just can boost your confidence. You, you, you come in looking a certain way, feeling a certain way, and you leave just pumped and hyped and shit, you know? And most clients that you have, are they weekly clients or? Um, I wouldn't say everybody's a weekly client, but everybody's a consistent client. So everybody comes in like consistently. So I do have a lot of weeklies and, those weeklies, they're crazy, man. They want their haircut. They need their haircut. So you got to be there to yeah, provide the service. For the longest, I was holding back because of the price. And, like, I, I say it in a way because right now I like to pay my barbers more than what they, you know, work. Even if it's $5 more or 10 I feel like – 
they do a pretty good job and I respect their work. But it, I got to the point where it was like, especially when the, during this quarantine and shit, I was like, man, like I want to get a haircut weekly, even though I ain't doing shit. I'm in quarantine, but I like to feel good. And I want to, you know, pay my barbers, you know, what they, you know, way, you know, more than they deserve. So, yeah, I've been doing it. I was like, fuck it, because I, I just like feel, feeling good, period. But there's been this debate and there was a post that really got me. And I think you you said something. David said something about it where this guy said, I ain't paying no bum ass from Oklahoma barbers a cut, yeah. this and that. Well, he what, said what's he, your take he, on that? He said he wasn't willing to pay the third. He's like, how are y'all barbers in Oklahoma charging 30 plus for a cut? I don't know. I think that dude is just uh, angry at the world or something because it's stupid, bro. At the end of the day, like people spend their money on whatever they want to spend their money on. So right. like people go to the bar and buy a round of shots for six people. That's 60 bucks. They do it in a for a snap. You know what I'm saying? So haircut, nigga, is four, is, that's 45 minutes to an hour of our life mm-hmm. that we're touching your fucking head. <laughs> Getting hella personal close and yeah, shit, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaths yeah. and all, you know, so uh, I don't know. It's just that dude, maybe he's just, I don't know, cheap motherfucker. Um, yeah. That's my and take it, on that. It's like, <laughs> that's my <laughs> take on yo. that. Yeah. I, I, what is your take on it, bro? Well, I feel like, just like you said, getting a haircut is more than just getting a haircut. I feel like... Um, it's a way of getting confidence and it's it's more or less like therapeutical too. Like you're sitting there talking to your barber having like if you're like in a place where it's in a way it's therapy too. Or you know? maybe that dude never had a good experience with a barber. That's so it. maybe like it's a lot of it's a lot get, of factors. get a better barber. He's just do a better dollar haircuts that's just like, all right, it's cool. It's not like super fresh. So he doesn't know. And I was also gonna say it's like a lifestyle too. So people that get their weekly haircuts. It's a lifestyle to them. Like they have, they come back every single week, so it definitely is. It's like a part of their schedule. Like, yeah, it's get off work. Life. I'm gonna go to Bam Bam. I'm gonna it, 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 exactly. It, and you look forward to it. I think it, the experience has to do a lot because, like, rather it's with AV or my my other barber. Shout out to Brian. Uh, these are my two like that I've been going to for years now, and it's like I look forward to it. Like, exactly, because it's like a conversation. The vibes are good. You know, it's just yeah, the experience, and then just taking care of it, and like. You know, and then that's what we were talking about, too, because it's been a lot of like after that whole post, there was been a conflict where like even barbers tend to complain like, hey, this guy didn't give me a tip. Mm. And I was like, and my take is like, hey, why don't you charge a price that you are comfortable with, your client's comfortable with? And then if you receive a tip or you receive extra, you know, they pay you extra, then you're happy with it. And you're like, OK, that's extra. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just been a, like a little debate that, um, you know, what what is your take on that as on far the tips? as yeah, yeah, like. Are you expecting it from each and every one client or what is, or you just focus on like delivering the work? Like, well, I guess both. I mean, you give a certain type of uh, work and you expect something out of it, but I, I do see what you're saying that you should charge whatever you think you're worth your, your work costs. Right. But that you're, you're, yeah, that you'd be like, all right, if I don't get a tip, then whatever, like I'm cool with what my actual prices are, you yeah, know? But I think at the same time, like if, if I, let's say, uh, you know, this this company does some work for me and they charge me 500. I'm going to probably give them like 600, you know what I mean? Because I know what type of work. I mean, I guess it just comes down to perspective. It really boils down to perspective and what you think and what how you see the world. But if they do work for me, I'm going to give them a little bit extra because I know that they put in the work and they don't want to like price gouge or anything. So they're not going to like hit you with a super price and they're not yeah. going to hit you with a super low price. So I feel like they're going to meet you in the middle. So I feel like that's what a lot of barbers do too. So that's why they expect a little bit more because mm-hmm. they know what they're putting out. Yeah, there was this crazy conflict. Uh, well, not conflict. I would say a debate. It was a debate in Puerto Rico because the cuts right now, 
before the COVID, they prices went up to twenty. But to before, tw- they, so there were fifteen before. Twelve. Twelve. And there's some cold barbers out there, right? Oh yeah. So there was this debate, and it's like everybody just kept complaining about it, and it's like I get it, you know, like, but barbers have to eat too, you know, like everybody just kept like, ah, oh, nah, hell nah, like I, I ain't gonna. And then another thing to look at is that barbers, they don't, it's not like we, you got to figure out your whole insurance situation, like your whole whole taxes situation. So it's like, it's almost more work if you really look at it, you know, like I think a lot of times people look at it like, damn, bro, you're getting paid $30 an hour. But it's like, bro, like you don't see the, I mean, just cleaning, fucking making sure you got supplies uh, yeah so it's like yeah really when you really break it down it's not like you're getting paid 30 dollars an hour it's, it's you know you gotta yeah so like it it was that debate that some barbers went up to tw- to 20 which to me it was fine and then some of them just stayed that price trying to compete with the barbers that went up and i just didn't i didn't like it you and know i think too another thing is that if you have loyal clients, they don't mind taking care of you because they're seeing like your progress. So, for example, with you, I see a lot of your clients are like a lot of repeats. Boom, 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 boom. So it's like people that have been coming to you for years now. So they see, oh, this fool got new clippers. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, he's it's getting better. You know what I'm saying? You're so, investing in it. So now they don't if, if his client's doing good, I'm sure he don't mind giving him 60 bucks or 70 bucks because he's become a part of his. Circle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that really that's what it all comes down to. I think on prices is like just set your price and then if you have real loyal clients, you'll be surprised. Like they'll bless you without you even asking for it. You know what I'm saying? Like without you even upping your prices, they'll still take care of you type shit. Yeah, I feel like um with that, like I said, I feel like everybody got to eat and it's been it was twelve dollars for the longest and um now it goes up to twenty still i think is a good price and i feel like it's a fair price for for the barbers because just like everything everything goes up you know they got to eat too so it's like i'm 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 with the movement like i'm with it i'm I'm supportive so when you were working at kings of the south were you taking strictly walk-ins or were you already kind of booked at that point uh that's when i started getting a little more booked but i was doing walk-ins and appointments so it was pretty busy yeah pretty pretty busy two and it was tuesday through saturday yeah, Tuesday through Saturday. So I'll go to school half of the day, then I'll get out of school. I'll pull up to shop like around 3 until like 6 or 7, then Saturday be a full day. Cool. Yeah. So you got to live that barber life at a oh, young... Oh, young the life. whole high school career, I was a I was a barber, and I was pretty well. No, it's pretty cool being a barber in high school. Like, that's what I tell my youngest. Like, it's pretty cool because you're... I mean, not everybody wants to be cool with you just because, like, you're a barber, but, like, they can get a haircut with you if they want to. So they want to be cool with you, like... I don't know. I don't even know how so you were pretty it. popular in high school. I mean, I don't like to use the word popular, but like I, I didn't know a lot of people. Like, yeah, didn't know me. So you were already like at the point where like, man, I can't take you, bro. I was getting there. I was getting there. I feel like now I, I'm starting to get there too, but I'm starting to push more to that. But back then, I was. That's when I was barely getting there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, just being able to make your own money, especially when you were in high school, like. Yeah, that's the, right, that's the right fucking move. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Like, you're living the life in high and school. And not, not only that, because, like, a lot of people, like, the average is just working at McDonald's and, like... Well, in high school, I had a lot of homies that didn't even fucking work. In they, most of the like, cases. Mo- a that. lot of them didn't start working until, like, they graduated. Like they, exactly. So, shit got real. you would say that ever since you started, like, doing the barbering, you've, you've been able to, like, 
hold down your own shit. Like oh, hundred percent. Clothes, bills, everything. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's all I eat off of. So yeah. So I'm blessed to say that. Hundred percent. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. So like um, that from here to five years, like where would you see yourself? Um, like where do you see yourself in general? I would like to have a barbershop, but. Not a regular barbershop. I want to do it my style. I'm not going to say it because I don't want nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Top, top but, secret. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I want to do my own thing and just create something different. That's really what I like to do. Just be different. Okay. All right. Be different. What do you mean by being different? Uh, he can't say it, dog. He can't <laughs> say not it. Not a barbershop, but you. Like, you said you like being different. So, what do you mean by different? Uh, just not following the crowd. Uh, just doing your own thing and not being scared to to do something different, like anything in general. So, you like, dress different. If that's the way you want to dress, you can dress like that. Not just dress like somebody else just because it's right in the society or it's the wave or whatever. Like, just being different. I hate that shit. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I hate that shit. Um, and you can tell when somebody's being, like... I, I, I got a, a buddy, because, you know, uh, ever since Bad Bunny came out, he's been a big influence in a lot of people. If I were to tell my homie, because I saw his snap one day, and I'm, like, seeing his nails painted, I was like... If I would have told this nigga to paint his nails five years ago, two years ago, he would have said, hell nah, that's some gay shit or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm seeing it, and, and it's clearly Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny's influencing. Well, yeah. You know, and the, it, the media, all that shit in general that, is like, They real, really create, like, what's the wave, you know, the, the artist, because, I mean, the Yeezys, bro, the Yeezys is Kanye, you know? Yeah, like, have you always been like that since uh, high school? Like, you've, yeah. you've always been just like... I was kind of... I wasn't as... Like, as I am right now, back then, but I started easing into it probably in high school. I wanted to be a little more different. I would see everybody doing the same thing. I'd be like, why y'all following everybody? And it just wouldn't make sense to me. So now I do understand what that is, and I do realize that that's what I want to be. I just want to be different. And by, like, following everybody in high school, was that, like, gangs or, uh, like, what do you mean by drugs? What do you mean by that? Like, I guess just, everybody. like, whatever the wave is. Like, yeah, I, I, get, I definitely get what, you, what he's saying. Like, uh, when you say, like, like if, so every, like, if everybody's listening to a certain artist... You, you're listening to them too I don't listen shit. to the same artists Everybody else does Like Okay I, I don't I, yeah, Shit I don't like that Yeah new, like new, new school stuff Nah Or like if everybody Was wearing a certain type of uh, Like I remember They used to have like Airbrush Like Hats And like And everybody was wearing that shit A dicky belts and shit Yeah like shit like Echo clothes When they were fucking Popping Even the designer belts That people started wearing like, Yeah so now like That's, that's one now And like Yeah <clears throat> My thing is With that is like Support your own brand, like create your own brand. I feel like when people, especially like I have a homie that has like his parents have businesses. So like, why don't you make, I told him like, why don't you make like t-shirts with their logos and rep that all the time? That's a walking billboard that helps their business out. And instead of you buying designer and like all this bullshit that you're, I don't know what's your mission with it because clearly it's not because you like it. There's something more behind it than just liking a thousand dollar Gucci shirt, you know, Um, just rep your brands, man. Like. Wear it all the time. Look, Vice Carpentry in the building, yep. Half Court Podcast, you know what I'm saying? Or support your locals, too. I feel like that's important, you know? So, yeah. That's good, man. Being different is definitely something we need because right now it's like, like when you see all these riots and all this crazy shit, I don't know. I think that's basically what you're saying. Everybody's just following a crowd. Like, I was 100%. thinking, I was thinking in my head, like, who was the first motherfucker here that said, let's go protest like i wonder who that was you know that probably and then one person that got everybody rallied but that's different next thing you know it's it's fucking 11 p.m and everybody's throwing fucking (laughs) gas bombs and And it's only uh, worse fuck yeah i I, we need to like 
let's now we're talking about it. Let's jump into it because I want to see what really like. Because AV was like, we got to get Bam on it. We got to get Bam on. So <laughs> yeah, we got to yeah. see what this is all about, you know. But it, the world right now is in a crazy. It's in a crazy area, man. Like that. What is your take on it? Like, what is you guys take on the Floyd thing? Like, did you watch? Did y'all watch the video? I've seen the video. Yeah, yeah I think everybody. You seen it? So my dad said he didn't. He was I didn't watch it. He was I just watched it today. So I, that's why I asked because a lot of people didn't even want to watch it. Like they were just like, I watched it. It was fucked up. Yeah, I, I had to watch because I hate it. Like I just hate seeing you know black people just get treated like they ain't shit. You know, and it, it pisses me off. But I don't want to get into like just kind of like get pissed and like talk shit. I just feel like it just something needs to be done. Period. You know, like something just needs to be done. And I. I'm not okay. Let's let, let, let's start here. When you get pulled over, how do you handle the situation? I roll down all my windows. Um, I put my hands on the steering wheel and I wait for the officer to come to my window, just so I don't have any. So he doesn't have any question that I have a gun or anything. I mean, you always can get you know racially profiled, even as Mexican. So uh, even are just you, having tattoos, you know what I mean. You can get racially profiled and shit. So are you like the yes sir, no sir type? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. Just being respectful Right exactly I think I, I'm that type too And I'll uh, roll down the windows And I already have my license And uh, Make their shots. job as easy as possible Yeah like Yeah um, Last time I got pulled over It was a speeding ticket uh, The cop was cool The cop was hella cool I just came back from the gun range too And it was me I was over probably 10, 10 miles The speed limit And uh, it, He was a black gentleman Very respectful And I, that's what I did As soon as I got pulled over I was with my lady So I just Got the license and registration um, gave him, gave it to him and, um, yeah, I had a gun, which it was clearly was my gun, but, um, he noticed it cause I had a paper, uh, from the, the gun range. gun range. Yeah. He saw it and he was like, do you have a gun? I'm like, yes. Oh, and I'm supposed to say it. Like I have a concealed weapon. Uh, cause if not, I can get in trouble for that shit it can turn into a whole fucking, yeah. Shit show. But yeah, he was uh, very respectful. And this is the thing with that, man. I feel like, uh, you know, there's a lot of good cops out there, you know, they're, there are also a lot of cops that are fuck, fucked up that take advantage of their power. Yeah. And that and shit. Yeah. Like with that, that dude had already had prior history, like with just taking care, uh, advantage of power. So that's, that's what me and Jay Paul were saying. It's like after this first time, it should be like, get the fuck out of here. You know, it's the obvious if you just look at it that this dude was fucking. He, he, never, res- he never resisted. And what pisses me off too, like, I get it, man racism has always been a thing right now. Like Will Smith said, there's now we have cameras now it's being filmed. But my thing is like, you have like what, three cops that were involved in that situation. And then you have like, probably like a good six people that were trying to like, Hey man, get off of him and this and that. But I try, I would try to do something, even though I probably would get tased, like, or whatever the fuck, uh, or probably get fucking, but I'm like, Hey man, like, you know, like get, where are you killing the man? Like, I guess we should right now. I would try to, I would try to like, Get other people Cause like You can beat my ass But what if it's 10 20 of us You know what I'm saying Like like, Yeah I don't know man It's, it's one of those Times I where I don't know man I, You have to be like on, on Know how to react Like Cause I don't know bro I couldn't say it Like I wasn't there Type shit you know So you never know how to How you would really react It's kind of like Back to the whole boxing thing Like if you can't Say Ah, oh, this fool was fucking up when it's like you weren't in there, bro. You don't know what was going on in there and in, in, in the fucking ring. So with that situation, that's how I feel about it too. Like if I wasn't there, I don't know what I would have done. To be honest, like that's crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know. I 
I, I can say it right now, like I said, like uh, it could be one of those situations. But then again, it's like these cops are fucking ruthless. They'll probably shoot my ass. So on your Facebook, I saw you that, that you were talking about that this was all a distraction. Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, so going back to the celebrity topic that you were talking about, I feel like I'd look at celebrities and like public figures as like puppets that I'm not sure if like the government. And I, first of all, I'm not an expert. Like I'm not anything, so I don't want anybody. This is your personal yeah, opinion. It's my personal opinion. Yeah, it doesn't have to be true to anybody else. But um, I feel like they're like puppets that maybe the government or something higher than the government controls. So in order to control the masses, to keep them controlled, so they can look at this while all this is going on over here without you even knowing it. You know the funny thing, like I I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like you know it. They use like the music and entertainment to distract us. And now this riot is distracting us from COVID-19 because exactly. they haven't mentioned shit. They haven't mentioned uh, we have all these protests and it feels like COVID-19 never is goofy as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah. It is goofy as hell. Yesterday like, I was watching somebody's live and it's like a, a bunch of people just all close to each other yelling. So when you yell, what do you you spit? You're fucking around a bunch of motherfuckers. And they're know? they're giving hugs to each other, which that's fine. Passing blunts out there. It's ridiculous. But it, it it yeah, it gets to the point where it's like where the like there hasn't been any increased cases like drastically. There hasn't been like they're not even talking about it. Like y'all know forgot that the COVID's out. Right. Like so what happened to the pandemic? It got to the point where like I because I like to question shit. So I'm like, is this fucking COVID thing really real or what the fuck it is? Because the media, man, I I have no like there's no credibility. Like and the media because every I mean you gotta follow rules, you know. So like during the whole shutdown, like I know you stopped cutting too. But it was like, because you kind of have to, like, you're just, you don't know. Uh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Like, what the fuck is going on? But I know what you mean. It's like, it's goofy. It just doesn't make sense. There, it, there was this picture that I think is iconic as fuck, you know, where uh, you have, uh, you know, a lot of minorities in the CNN. Have you seen that one? The CNN building? Oh, on where, top of them, like, they spray that, painted that shit. Yes, that's, that, that's his story because you got, you know. The Mexican holding up the Black Lives Matter like banner, and then you got the black people holding the, the Mexican, Mexican flag. flag on top of a network that is really trying to divide them, which is CNN, because they don't post the po- like the the positive shit. They don't because in Colorado, everybody they laid down like you know like and like this, and they they did like a protest, a peaceful one, which to me was the most beautiful thing. And they were just they said it for like nine minutes. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And it was a protest. Yeah. Everybody was in the ground and it was positive because there was no incidents. There was no accidents. But have you heard that from the media? I have, man. I, that's they just showing the crazy There's, motherfuckers. They want to divide us. They want to divide and, us. That's their And I don't mission. know. I, I heard a lot of like the shit that's going on out there, too. It's like, um, uh, People that aren't even with the with the whole peaceful shit like there, it's just random people rioting. Like it's not, it has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter or the whole. It's just some people out there are just. It's a chance to fuck shit up. Like fuck it. <laughs> the worst part about that to me is that they're destroying like uh, family small business, yeah, small businesses that were like 10, 15 years maybe to get there, and then some kids come and trash their place. So. That's yeah. probably the most fucked up. Part. That 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 really frustrates me because um, what was it? Um, there was some good protests, food, good foods, or some shit like that. It's a like a little uh, convenience store, like a corner store, yeah, in the hood, and they burned it, burned for it no down. reason, no reason, like just for the fuck of it. And then they catch some people that were trying to do like a a riot. They catch them here, they arrested them, they find out they were from Oregon. Have y'all seen that? No, I 
Yeah, some shit like that. So they're coming from other states to cause some shit that really isn't necessary, you know, like at all. So to me, it's like, who the fuck is behind this? Is this just like, is this government? You know, another thing that I was thinking too, I was, uh, I was just high probably. (laughs) The whole I can't breathe thing and then the COVID is like, is that a, Mm. like, huh? Bro, it's a lot of shit. Sons of bitches. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that shit is it, it's 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 scary, man. Um, I don't know. I question. Like, I'd be like, is this the government just trying to send people to different states to cause something to keep making this shit worse and worse? And I don't know, bro. It's a yeah, lot of shit. Like, that's one thing that uh, I like that Jay Poe was doing out there is that he had a fucking megaphone and he was like telling people, "Don't do stupid shit. Don't go destroy things." Like, if you really want to make a change. Exercise like your political power Like go be a fucking uh, Senator or some shit Go really try to make a change Don't go break some fucking windows Like that's not the way to go You know so I think that's the best take I can uh, Like I can come up with with all this shit It's like if you really want to make a change You know do something like even this The fucking podcast like That may be a way for somebody you know for Information to be thrown out there Do something positive with it Don't fucking go and Start yeah um, fucking shit up. The protest was the it, peaceful one. Obviously, it's the it's the right way because that this shit needs to stop. Period. It's been going for years now, and it's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, man. I feel like, and then the president hasn't been taking this shit. Yeah, he hasn't been handling the situation the best with his tweets. I, with his tweets, like who give this guy the fucking <laughs> Twitter? Like who? <laughs> I feel like he personally writes them too. Like he don't have somebody to write them. He's yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just be taking the shit. Like, <laughs> like I be, I be, I go through his Twitter and I'm seeing like, you know, like I think he has a nickname for Joe Biden. Like, yeah, bro. He, the thing with uh, Donald Trump is that Sleepy Biden. I think he calls him because he's like <laughs> slow or some shit. Like, bro, he doesn't wear a mask. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. Like, he's just not gonna fucking just just because he's he's like, I'm not gonna wear a mask. That's crazy shit. Some, but the thing is, uh, Donald Trump kind of finessed his way all through his career. Like that's what he's done. That's what he's he's just a character, bro. Like yeah, he 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 barely knows about political shit. He just comes in and like blames it on China. <laughs> that's all he does. Talking about characters, can you talk about that? Because I know one day I got to cut with you. And you were talking about like everybody is a has a, like a character. He's like you were like even me, bro. Right now I'm cutting you. I'm bam, you know. But talk about that a little bit. Um, so I think those are called altered egos and I've uh, heard that. So I feel like everybody has one. And to me, it kind of resembles like a beast inside of you that you release whenever you're doing a certain thing that you just like completely zone out. So like, for example, me, whenever I cut hair, I, I feel like I turn into like a, like bam, bam, you know? So I'm, I'm like a different person. You feel like a different attitude. You, you just feel different. You feel like you're in a zone, like, like if a spotlight is just on you and it's like, I don't know, you just feel different. And I feel like everybody has that. And I know artists do when they probably when they perform or really maybe like artists that draw probably when they get zoned out, they probably do that, too. So everybody has an altered ego, I feel like. Yeah, because um, there's this rapper. Um, he's uh, Anuel. I'm mm. sure you know who he is. I don't, maybe not. I don't know. Um, he likes to front a lot on social media about his shit, material shit, chains and this and that. But a lot of people say when they know him, he's like humble, like he's just down to earth guy. So you think that's like an example, like a perfect example of that, like of just being like on social media, you're like this character that 
wants to front because you came down from nothing and now you have this shit. And then when you're off the cameras and you're just like, all right, I'm just going to be me, like the humble guy or whatever. I look at that more as like a costume. So a costume for... Like a puppet again. Yeah, so like something you, like you were put saying. on into, so you can go to the world that, I don't know, maybe yeah. they, you, don't, you don't know if they're going to accept you. So you put that costume on and you take it off at night. Whenever you get home, you get comfortable with around your people, people that actually know you. So I feel like it's just a costume. Uh. Everybody has a costume. Everybody puts on a costume before like they that. get out the door. Yeah. And they, they act like somebody that they're not. Yeah. Uh, what got you into this mentality, bro? Because just like by having this conversation, I know like you're already on a different wave, you know? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's just probably like six years ago, I probably started like taking the blindfold off slowly. And I, I've got to talk to really good people. Shout out to Cave Gonzalez, man. I know you had him on the podcast, man. He's just, he's just different. And yeah, uh, he, yeah. he taught me a lot and he showed me a lot of different things. And my mom is also, she's like extremely spiritual and she, she knows a lot. She's like a guru to me and my dad also. So I've, I've been around a lot of great people to help me form a, uh, what I think is a good mentality. You, uh, do you do like uh, research on a lot of conspiracy theories and stuff like that, or I don't do too much research, but I do like them. I do, do? like I do like hearing them. I, I more like making my own conspiracies. Yeah, because it doesn't come from anybody else's brain. It's like from you. Yeah, and I feel like everything is twisted. Like most of the things that we know is just completely twisted. So whatever the government tells you, for example, like with the drugs, whatever. Usually everything that's legal right now, like opiates and just different types of drugs like that, it should be illegal because those are really the drugs that can kill you. Like, let's say, like, cannabis. It was illegal not, not too long ago. Psychedelics are illegal. But um, cannabis doesn't kill you, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's but it's twisted. elite. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, the, yeah. the, the okay. things that can kill you are pretty much legal, and the ones that can't and really don't do any harm and actually better you are illegal. So then you must think, is all the information that they tell us true, or should we just flip it around? And Like, out of nowhere, true? now this is okay? Like, you motherfucker, yeah. you just judging me for being a pothead for this long now? People are making stupid money out of it, and, like, it's a legit business, so now it's okay? Like, So I see a bigger Like, it was though. just, like, out of nowhere from one day to another. Yeah, the, yeah like, the cigarettes, like, they're fucking ten times worse, and it kills a shit ton of people they've yearly. They've been legal for a long time. And they've been legal for the longest. Alcohol. Alcohol. alcohol for sure. Alcohol will make you do some dumb shit. Exactly. You can go to Walgreens and buy a bottle of ibuprofen and just drink them all. You'll die. You know what I mean? So yeah, like yeah. You drink two bottles of NyQuil, you'll, you'll probably die. So it's just like different stuff like that. It makes you think. Like that's what I'm saying. It, it gets bigger than that. So you start thinking about the information that they tell you about the coronavirus stuff. Maybe if you flip that information, just like you flip the information with the drugs, you might find the truth. There, it, uh, yeah, with with the corona, it's been so many fucking stories. It started off with a bat, you know, oh. but now it's supposedly some guy made it, some doctor made it, sold it to China. I There's a lot the of, of shit. Day, we're not gonna know the truth. I, I, nah, I, I we don't know the truth. We can only make conspiracy. And I think there's a vaccine, but it's just like, like I had, I, I have my questions because, like, so do you guys think money is the answer to what to, to what? knowing these questions answers? Probably not. Uh, no? I think it's Probably power. Not. I think it's depend on the power. So what, what do we do at that point? Like if we just live, we just go with the flow? Like I, I think <laughs> it, I, we can do at this point. I, I think it's uh, money. You have to get to the money, but then the power comes. Because like Bill Gates, I feel like he knows a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in that like, I'm in the middle with that nigga. He's the owner of Microsoft. He's probably shit, one of the richest mans, but he knows some shit. He predicted this shit. You know, like we, was it 2015? He said, uh, that we should have, um, I forgot what 
No, we weren't prepared for a virus. Yeah, we so like we need a we need a. But I mean, if you really look at that, that's not really predict. I mean, it is predicting, but if you're really just looking at uh, the facts that are laid out, and you look like at history, like yeah, the history and shit, that's probably how he did it. Like he was just thinking, like he was looking at everything. He was like, "Damn, if a pandemic happened, it's kind of like if you're just having a conversation and you're just like." If a pandemic happened, like we wouldn't be ready for it, and then in two years, like you're—he's a smart individual, so obviously he probably looked at the fucking facts, you know. Um, yeah, I don't think it, maybe it doesn't necessarily mean that he knows more than people or like more. He has more access. He's probably just—I don't know. I—I I don't know, man. I feel like uh, there are certain people that I think know certain information, like. I got to the point where I thought I saw this uh, episode of Family Guy that really opened my eyes. I was like, is it fucking true what they're trying to say here? So apparently I think it was I don't remember one one of the characters had cancer and then they went into this facility and they found the cure of cancer. And the cancer was locked up in this secret fucking place that nobody can touch. And they were really saying like, oh, we found the cure to cancer. And the reason why they don't want to give it out is because they make more money out of treatments and shit, you know. And it got me thinking, like, Far, I mean, pharma. That's basically kind of like what he's saying. Like the 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 drugs that fucking kill you yeah. are legal. They can prescribe them to you. Like how they can prescribe a little kid fucking ten milligram Adderall. Like if I pop a ten milligram Adderall, I'm on one. I'm fucking. <laughs> well, I think it's because. Well, this is how I think about it. So, if people go to the hospital and they get medication and they get treated, they're not gonna go back for that same thing. But if you get them hooked on a certain chemical, a certain drug. They're always going to go back and buy that drug, even if it's like and, and, through and insurance or with their money. That's one of the reasons why, like, I know, hooked. I know everybody isn't like that when it comes to like the medical, you know, like sometimes I feel like we go to the doctor and all they do is look at us and like, OK, let me pre- prescribe you these, you know, pills mm-hmm. for whatever reason it is. And it kind of holds me back from going to, to the to, doctor. Yeah, because it's like they're just there to just collect a check. Not all of them are like that, but there's. I just feel like it's been that case where they're just going like, just prescribe you some pills and shit. Like people with mental health, all right, you're you're depressed and shit. It's pills. Like one of my friends, you got through, anxiety. Here's through, through, through these, here's a little bar. Yeah, through this uh, quarantine shit, she went to the doctor and it turns out, yeah, they pre- pre- prescribed me with some pills and it's like, oh my god, you're depressed. You're yeah, let's get you some pills. Of so course. so I feel like yeah, I feel like you have to first. Build that relationship with your doctor to, to for them to care a little bit. I more mean, yeah, you. it's kind of like that's the same with like a lawyer. Like you may think, oh, this motherfucker's gonna, he's super smart and he's because he's a lawyer. But like, if a lawyer doesn't fuck with you, fuck with you, then he's not gonna fight. I don't know. I, I don't feel like they'll fight for yeah. you as much as if you're cool with them. You know, like yeah, you want to be cool with a lawyer because when you gotta call them, like they're gonna be like, who the fuck is this? You know, it's like anything. Like it's they're like gonna, a barber too. Yeah, at your home, he's, you're cool with him. He needs a haircut for like a wedding. You're gonna get him in. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to if you don't know if 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 you've cut him up twice or something, and then he's like, man, but I can't. not everybody established that relationship. Like you, well, probably, that's why that's where you, you guys, guys you got to go out there and do that shit. But that's the thing. Like, not all your clients that you guys cut like have that solid relationship. There, I'm pretty sure you guys do multiple cuts where they don't talk to you because they probably don't open up or they're just there to get a cut and that's it. That's I mean that's their that's their fault. Yeah, but <laughs> they it's kind like, of established a better relationship. Like 
there's my people that they might be people that go to the doctor and they not they're not good at establishing relationship, but they want to make sure they get the right treatment, you know, instead of like, all right, sucks. give me let me give you some pills or whatever. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, and that's what where the whole masses go. That that's what's scary. That most people just yeah they'll just go to the doctor because the doctor is the guy that knows what the fuck is wrong with me, you know, as opposed to like work out, drink some water, do the basic shit. Like, yeah. Um. Speaking of the doctors, you know, I think one thing they should do is once this old COVID-19 bullshit is over is like, I think they should go to, you know, they should forgive like all nurses and doctors, student loans and shit because of all this shit that they went through. Because it was overwhelming for them. I I, I think that that's the least Trump can do, you know, because a lot of them, you know, they have a lot of debt, man. It's expensive to go to college, you know, so I feel like. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think that would, that that should be the right move, you know, because. That shit, yeah. If now we're rioting, motherfucker. <laughs> for real. With our scrubs on. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for real. Like, yeah. So, you know, besides all this stuff, um, what else you like to do, bro? Like, what do you enjoy watching or what, like, what do you do to, like, get a little bit of distraction? Because sometimes we do need that shit, you know? Um, exercise probably is one. one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It just kind of disconnects you from the world a little bit. Um, just hanging around with my family. Sports, a, yeah, sports too. I like sports. I like basketball, NBA. I don't watch it, but you know, you stay. I used to, yeah, I used to watch it a lot, but yeah. I don't really keep up with it no more. Yeah, but can't really no more. The seasons kind of. Uh, LeBron or Jordan. Jordan. Why? I don't know. It's just I don't know. He's just. More I would think. He, I, I would think the reason why I ask is I think he would say LeBron. Him being what you're about to turn twenty. Yeah. So you said Jordan. Did you watch the Last Dance? No, I didn't watch it, but I have watched the highlights. That documentary's sick. Pretty, yeah, Jordan's mentality is so. Else. Why Jordan though? Like, you yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah. watch Jordan play. Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I, I used to be like really into him. I used to watch all his highlights, and I used to watch like games and stuff. But I don't know. It's just something about like the old school that just like really intrigues me. There's just I don't know. It's yeah. just like something about the vintage vibe that really gets me. So I need more. Like, I need more than that, brother. I need more than just like <laughs> I'm not really too I, into you, all that. You said Jordan, but you didn't give me like all right. He's he's that that's a valid point, you know. So, what makes him the goat? Oh, I didn't say he's the goat. You said he, you asked him who was better. Yeah, or you who, asked me who? Yeah, so you think Jordan's better? Oh, you didn't ask me who was better. You asked me who do I pick? I yeah, Jordan. Yeah, that's kind of what I meant. He's better though. Yeah, I mean, it just he likes he likes uh, Jordan better. It's not that he's better. He just likes him better. I think probably LeBron would probably. On the one-on-one, you probably get him. Yeah, I think it's just a totally different. Uh, and even LeBron and, and LeBron and KD, I think those two would have dominated Jordan's era, to be honest. Because I shouldn't even be speaking on basketball, man. I don't know shit about basketball, so I don't want anybody bashing me. No, no, nah, nah, you good, you good. <laughs> That's at the end of the day, it's your opinion, you know. Uh, Boxing—that was one thing that you did as a. How many years did you box? I started probably when I was ten, probably to eighteen, on and off the last two years. But yeah, it was a while. So ten to eighteen. Yeah. Do you think boxing is dead? Nope. And I heard that, and I've been waiting to talk to you about that's, that. That's though. been Darwin's... Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. What's your opinion on it? Man, it's definitely not. It's just like I said, it's alive and it's very well and healthy. There's a lot of fighters that you just don't so know I, about. So I wouldn't say... Um, let me not say dead. What, what would be the, the right term? Because like, once, 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 again, <laughs> once again... Once again... It's getting to, hot in this bitch. I know it is. We need something like... I don't know. It's getting hot. Um... When I say, I meant in, in a way of like big, 
pay-per-view because i know there's a lot man there's there's a couple so you're saying money wise like money like 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 i said when mayweather used to fight somebody everybody wanted to see him lose so the whole entire country would go like either to the homie's house because he's hosting the fight or any other place and everybody in the town was having So what it. you're asking is who is doing that who right is, now? Because you mentioned Canelo. Yeah. Canelo already did and, it. Now he doesn't have anything, anybody that big to fight. So you're saying within the next three months, who's going to bring that big fight? Who's going to be that like that big that's what I meant. See, like, I don't know boxing enough, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. But like, that's what I meant. Like, I, I, but, I'm a big. I, I think a, the dead part was the. I think the yeah, that, the part I think people took. And that's like boxers are passionate. It, no, no, so yeah, yeah. They were I, like, I "What the fuck? Back. What no, do you no, mean?" No, no, no. I take that back. Boxers and the the sport of boxing is my thing. Like, I, I I respect the work that you have to put in day in and day out training, and then just being there. Like, it's what you said, bro. We're really like we're getting fucked up while we watch people get beat up. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's 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 one hell of a sport, and it takes a lot of discipline so i like i said i tip my hat to the you know the boxers out there but that's what i meant so who would be that guy who would be those fighters if you can mention them that are gonna make those numbers that you're like oh shit you get what i'm saying well i mean that's what what you're talking about you're talking about a cash cow that's what we call them in boxing those are called cash cows so Mayweather was a cash cow. The lawyer was a. But cash it was cow. exciting though, like so cash Watch, cow. That's cash that's a term cows. that I didn't yeah. know. They're called cash cows, so they're like the main attraction. That like you couldn't miss those fights. Like you would not miss that fight for you, shit. You might have missed it, but you wouldn't have missed hearing about it. Yeah, you would have known. Just like Pacquiao's a cash cow. It's like when you that, that's to like give Bart, you the perfect that, example. It's like when when McGregor. This is going to MMA. Like yeah. when McGregor fights, it's like He's holy shit. Cow. And 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 exactly. And then like. Mayweather did some, I mean, not Mayweather, McGregor did some dumb shit when he was, uh, he threw, I think, uh, the chair to Khabib and all that, and uh, to the bus, where he kind of broke some windows and shit. Other fighters have done similar shit to that. They've kicked him out, but McGregor, they haven't, they didn't do shit. He's, like, a cash, find him. he's a cash exactly, cow. Exactly, because he's like. Like Nate Diaz, he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, when I beat his ass, uh, Dana was probably mad. Mm-hmm. That's his, <laughs> he's like, that's his boy. <laughs> exactly, so when I'm referring, like, Mayweather's already retired, so who's going to be the next Mayweather? Who's going to be the next Conor McGregor in the boxing style? That's that's all I meant, you know. I know there's a lot of talented upcoming boxers. Puerto Rico has one that I'm looking to, uh, and I know here we have Salcedo, which I'm f- looking forward to his fight. And then we got Ryan Garcia, which I've been following following him for a bit. I think he's pretty cold with it. So there's there there is boxers out there. So so you said ten to eighteen, you boxed. Mm-hmm. How many? Wait, uh, he didn't answer the question of what? Who, who do you the think? The, the the big the money cow oh, who, who is, it is it the money cow That's the cash cow. cash cash cow yeah um well you can because at the moment we don't have one right it used to be Canelo do. but Ca- Canelo, Canelo Canelo doesn't have anybody to fight no, right that's now, interesting he is the cash cow whenever he's gonna fight you're gonna hear about it you're yeah. probably gonna watch it because I mean I think they were talking about like a third rematch triple with G Triple G mm-hmm. which is like uh, don't nobody want to see that he got Canelo already got beat twice to me. He, the first one for me. Ah, I think the second one. The second one is the one he won. Because one was a tie, right? So who would be who? Who would be the next big fight? That's for the, Canelo that's, or for like, a, like no, just for the general. big cash. Kick. I think the biggest fight to be made in boxing right now is Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford. That's, Errol Spence versus. That's Terrence. you know who they are. Biggest fight. To I be know made. who Errol Spence. is. The Crawford, other one. Yeah. Ter- you said what? Terence Crawford. No. I, I other than know. that, probably Lomachenko versus uh, Javante Tank Davis. You you see you probably oh. Fuck. You good, bro. It's you cool, good. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. But um, usually, you probably don't hear about fighters like that until they make it to the very, very top. But I guess it depends what 
who you're asking and who you're talking to. So if you're talking like a, a person that just watches boxing every once in a while, they're not going to hear these names. But if you're talking to like a person that actually knows boxing. Do you keep up with it? Oh, like, 100%. Uh, yeah. I've been doing that since I was like 10. So yeah. I know boxing pretty good. And uh, if I talk to another person that knows boxing as well as I do, uh, we're going to have a conversation about a lot of fighters and a lot of fighters that casual, that's what we call them too, casuals don't know about. Uh-huh. So like it's the same thing like in golf. You don't hear shit about golf. Right, but there's probably a cash cow in golf, maybe like Tiger Woods and stuff. Right, right, but right now you don't hear shit about it. You could say it's dead. If I talk to a golfer, he, he probably cuss me out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it all depends how deep you get into it and how how much you really really follow it. It almost goes back to what Joe Rogan was saying about uh, what's the dude on ESPN that's always talking shit. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith was talking about MMA, and then he was saying that he was basically saying some dumb shit. And Joe Rogan was like, "How can you have this guy?" On on the UFC, like basically pay per view, had saying some shit when he doesn't know anything about but he basketball. Is, he you know, he's like they he gets people to watch, and he's like, but how can you have this guy talking about fighting when he knows nothing about fighting? You know what I'm saying? That's, he, that's he, probably on purpose. I so. think that was probably on purpose because one thing I noticed on first take, and I'm not trying to bash on them too much because I used to. That's what really kind of got me into the podcasting. I want I wanted a show like them, but in like in a podcast form, but. I was like, man, why do these two disagree too much? And the breakdown of that is like, they just do it just to to create debates. But yeah, I guess so. You, uh, Joe of, Rogan was just like uh, on the interview, though. I wish we could pull it up. He's just like he looks like he's looking at him like because uh, it was a fight that it was Cowboy and McGregor. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, Stephen A. Smith was saying uh, that Cowboy, he was like he he couldn't even do nothing. He was just or that he quit some like some that. shit like that. He's a uh, he. And then I think what Joe Rogan was like, but. McGregor came strong, bro. Like, yeah, you just like, can't be like he didn't he do shit. Nose. You can't, even, you can't say the dude is trash just because the, he lost this fight. Like, yeah, even the, even a cowboy said it. Like, I, I wasn't expecting McGregor to come at me that fast, like, that fast of a pace. He got me with the first shot. That kind of threw me off. And and then later, a, a video came up of Stephen A. Smith like shadow boxing and shit. <laughs> seen that nah he he, he doesn't want so the smoke like, bro, yeah you should keep that dude over there at the but, espn place lame, yeah i think that's what it comes down to because Stephen a smith draws that attention so and I, even even with it. us it, it, can get a, it, it can get a little weird because like we have boxers or we have barbers or we have and it can make us look like that question was kind of a like a lot of people would say kind of a stupid question like is boxing dead but we're kind of ignorant to that shit well, you know what i'm saying question because you don't have the information to you don't have enough information to know that, so that's why you probably ask that question. That's not, and, and let's not word that it question. that way because it's just like the, you, you. Now, do you guys get my point? I titled it wrong. God <laughs> damn it, I did. I got already flamed for it, which is, it was kind of cool because at the end of the day, I gained a couple of subscribers from that. You know, <laughs> so they draw people to the video and yeah. stuff. But it gives people something. Yeah, to yeah. Talk about. That wasn't my point. That like my point was really was just that like the big. I guess the big ticket. That's you know that's what it, what it really came down to. But yeah. Um, so how many fights did you uh, win or lose? What, what's your what's your record? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the record is, but it's like 35 and like four or five losses. Um, so I you've was, been in the ring plenty of times. Yeah, for sure. I I didn't fight as much as I should have, but I did compete in a lot of national tournaments and world tournaments. Uh, I was ranked number number two in the nation at one six one fifty four, 154 pounds in 2016. I was ranked number four in the nation at number, I mean, at 138 in 2015. 
And oh, so yeah, he, you're not just a little fucking person that goes and trains at the gym and shit. You're I actually try not to be. So we, we, yeah, we went out there. We, all, I took second place in two world tournaments too. So we, we were up there and up in the ranks for sure. What made you want to stop doing that? Like, why didn't you keep going and do that the whole Salcedo? <laughs> well, um, for me, it's like this. So boxing is you have a short career with boxing. It's it can it could be short. I mean, so let's say. In the midst of training, I mess up my hand and I break it, and I I can't cut hair no more. That's it. So at that point, I lose two of my crafts that I that I worked on instead of sticking to my craft and keeping my hands healthy and everything. So because I had a lot of problems with my hands as well, so I figured I would just stick to what I know best. And another thing is, man, it's because it's the same thing that I was telling you about with the with the ego and the, the altered ego. I feel like. Within myself, I am the best within myself. I'm not in competition with anybody else. So I can say that with barbering, like, hands down, with 100% confidence. In boxing, I wouldn't be able to say that because, like I said, I was ring number two. You know what I mean? It was always a spot higher than that. So in my opinion, I feel like I am the best within myself in this barber game, and I, I can keep my hands healthy. So it was just a win-win for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is scary, too, because, like, it can go either way. Um you can get, like you said, you can break your hand, but you also can, you know, depending yeah. on the your fighting style and stuff, over time you can, you brain know. Brain damage. Brain damage. Um, I saw, like, a, it, this was a street fight. Obviously, it has nothing to do with the boxing, but, like, they were just fucking around and, like, um, just boxing and shit. And this guy hit 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 this guy so hard, he fucking killed him, bro. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's shit. Just, and then like, that's the thing with. And it's happened where, like, you know, there was an upcoming star in the boxing scene. He was from Puerto Rico, and he got hit, like, and the the guy was playing him a little bit dirty, but he got hit in the back right here. And he was like, man, like, they had to give up on the fight because, like, damn, he hit me hard. Like, this shit ain't. No, yeah, boxing had is no to, joke. That's yeah. what I mean. It's, that's, like, almost a touchy subject when you talk about boxing because it's, like, until you've been in that fucking ring, it's, like, you can't really. Can it, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's dangerous. He, he ended yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> He ended up being a vegetable and shit, and that shit was. Oh, I know you talking about Pritchard Cole. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah that, his sad, story man. was like, yeah, bro, like it. it yeah, he's. Uh, so, how long has it been since you stopped uh, competing in boxing? Competing. Um, last time I competed was in 2017 or 18. I'm not sure. It was 17. So like two, uh, 17. Yeah, three years. You plan on ever going back and like train or like uh, maybe training people or doing anything yeah, for related sure. to boxing? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I love the sport to death, and it's always going to be a part of me. So, I mean, I, I always think about go training people, and I and I do whenever I go to my gym, I go work out or whatever, and I help out, and it's just really cool being in that environment, man. This is a whole different world. And how did that? How'd you get into that? Into like training people? No, into boxing. Into boxing, my dad, my dad too. He man, honestly, he used to force us to go to the gym because we didn't want to go. So, like, me and my brother, my brothers, we were chubby, and we, he wanted us to lose weight or whatever and just be fit. And he was a boxer before that, and he was a professional MMA fighter before that. So, like, fighting in general has been in our lives forever. So uh, he wanted us to go to the gym, and we went, and he would force us for, like, a full year. And eventually we started wanting to go by ourselves. He'd be like, no, not today. No, we're going to go. Let's go. And it just got – it just went like that. And that's – I think boxing helped a lot with my mentality as well because you go through certain training and, and situations that you push like your mind. Mental, yeah. Oh, for sure. You you don't ever think you'll get there. And when you get there and you can push through it, it just gives you a whole different mentality. It unleashes the beast. It kind of feeds the beast more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like, yeah, like an intense workout and shit. And once you get done, yeah, I know that feeling. But yeah, yeah, boxing, 
Yeah, I need to work on my footwork. Like, I, that's what I think I need to work because I love hitting the sack. And I'm not going to be a boxer, but I just want to learn, like, you know, the proper way to just jab and hit hooks and shit like oh, yeah, that. It's, it's good. It's always good yeah. to know your self-defense in general. Exactly. The workout, too, is fucking, like, you're working different muscles that you're not even, yeah, it's crazy shit. Yeah. So this year in general, man, has been a fucking crazy, and it's not even half of the year. Well, right, yeah, right. This month is going to be half of the year, but like it's been fucking crazy. And what is your take on the five G shit? Because it, it, it's all over the place. I have certain people that are just think that's like the end of us. That's going to get you know the waves and you know radiation and shit is going to fuck us up whenever it's out here. So what is like your take on that? Um. Well, I was hearing a conspiracy that the coronavirus was linked to the five G because. I don't know if uh, you've seen the like it was like a radiation map and yeah all the places that were like hot with coronavirus were the same places that were hot with the with the G with the five G. So I don't know if that's anything to do with that like being linked to it or whatever. But I really don't know. Yeah, I, I used to think that too, but it got to the point where I did like my research and then it there were certain countries like I think Indonesia in India I think it is they they have no like barely have like you know like cell towers there and like. No 5G at all, and they were infected. Mm. I don't. I'm not. I don't know if I got the right uh, country, but yeah, it, it got to that. Like, you know, is it really 5G? But with this, I, it's like you said, we. I don't think we're never gonna like figure this shit out. Well, you know, because the thing that intrigues me a lot is the the chip that they were trying to put into people. Oh yeah, we talked about it in the previous uh, podcast. Uh, what do you? What is your take on that? Um, I think. Uh, that's you just, think? Do you think they're using this this moment to kind of take advantage of it and say, you know, hey, we need to insert this chip? To I think that's what they were wanting to do with the coronavirus to tell you, like, you need this chip in order to be able to go to work again or this and that. I think that's what they were trying to do. But now with all this like riots going on, I'm not really sure exactly what's going to happen. But um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking about? We were talking about the chip. The chip. That's right. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I don't know where I, where I heard this, but it, I think it was called the Mark of the Beast. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think the the Bible prophesizes it. And I'm not a big believer of the Bible or anything. Like, I'm not a religious person, but it does prophesize it, I think. And it says that the Mark of the Beast is going to be, like, inserted, like, in your hand or something. So whenever I heard that, I was, like, I was kind of tripped out. So I, I would never get a chip. Like, yeah, no. Nah, so nah, you've nah. never been religious? Mm, not fully religious. Uh, my mom, she tried to, well, she did take us to church and, just different religions and stuff. Catholic? Both. It was both, like, when I was little. It was it was a mixture of it. So that's why I, I didn't really understand it. I would ask her a lot of questions, but I never understood. So I don't I don't believe in a religion. I'm more spiritual, so I feel like... Same, same. What is your take on religion? I just believe in the universe. Uh, that's spiritual. Do, do y'all think we're alone? Uh, nah, I think there's a... No I, I I like to call it God. I mean, I say God because that's what I've been taught, well, I guess. But yeah, um, I believe in the law of attraction. A lot of people don't. A lot of people think what, it's goofy. When, when I mean by alone, do you think like aliens or like creatures? Oh, see, I out don't even there. think about that shit. I don't know why. Like that's a big hot topic, but I don't ever think about like, that. Like I really don't give a fuck. Because like, sounds I don't know. Sounds I guess close minded, but yeah, like it's just I don't care. Like. <laughs> Because uh, it's like a, it, It's a big universe bro So like Are we really the only ones? Well how do you know There even is a universe? How do you know that like, Well We're looking at Isn't like <laughs> Well yeah like that's a, a good like one big When I Well I know that for a fact That there's several planets How do you know that? Oh. Well 
Based on, based on, yeah. What if it's just a light show? Like, based Eddie, on, like Eddie Bravo, he's like, we've never had an actual picture. <laughs> They've all been photoshopped. Like, uh, I don't remember. I went to, to what's this place called in LA? Uh, the, some place where like you get they have a big ass telescope and shit like that, and uh, I remember when I was little, I, I used to see through a telescope, and you can clearly see the moon, you can clearly see you know the stars and shit like that. So there is, you know, there's space. There's you know they just launch fucking people from from here to fucking space. So, so there is it is a thing. It is a thing. That's the, it was SpaceX. They partnered up with NASA. Uh, is it NASA? Yeah. NASA. Yeah. And yeah, so there is a space now <laughs> when it comes to like the moon landing and all this crazy shit, I, I don't know, but I feel like there is something beyond. I, I feel like there, there is space. There is planets. I, I, yeah. But if so, so if so, like what? Like what's the what's the big deal about it if there is other planets? Like what? what how well, does it, eventually, like how, like how does that benefit us or how does that not benefit well, us? Like eventually, what, what, how, what, what does it climate matter? Climate change is a thing. Eventually, we're gonna be we're getting to the point because it's, it's been affected every time. It's just worse and worse. So eventually, we won't be able to live here anymore because we don't fucked it up. Okay. So we have to move somewhere, and that's what Elon Musk. That's one of his missions. Like. To get us enough hey, yeah. planes and shit to exactly. whatever the fuck. Yeah, get, exactly. Get the he's fuck like, out of here. That's why. He, that's what he believed. Like, that's really what he believed. That's like, why he's working. That's why he, he, he's he works a CEO. Yeah. Hours of fucking he works damn. for Tesla, which is re- revolutionary because, like, we, we cars have not evolved for the longest. So They've that's kind of one of his missions to make the uh, weather cleaner is to have electrical cars. That makes sense. That's now. one. Right. Okay. And then. If we ended up, if we ended That's up, a bad fuck, motherfucker, right there. Well, Elon he's, actually Musk work, the, he's actually working on yeah. like, like on a big scale. Making he he like is he's stuff. the Iron Man of today. Like this nigga is Tony Stark, like crazy. Like his mentality is so he's brilliant. Period. Because like so I said, so right now, where where, where would they take? What's the what's the where would we go if everything went to shit here? Well, they're trying to figure it out. That's what they're trying uh, to do: is see what planet has the sources for us to live in. And that's, I think that's going to take years for us to figure that shit out. Um, I don't know. I, I'll leave that to him. He's the expert. I ain't no fucking astronaut. I, I do not work for NASA. I, we'll stick to podcasting. Well, I'll stick, yeah, I'll stick to podcasting. But I do like his mentality because, like I said, cars haven't changed for the longest. They've been gas. And, like, you know, if you, like, if you leave your car on in a garage and you're in there, you're going to die because it's carbon monoxide. is just So imagine millions of cars a day throwing that shit in the atmosphere that's eventually gonna catch up to us you know climate change is really a thing but he's thinking ahead you know i think uh cars eventually are gonna get to the point where they're all electric i'm always curious about that because it's like what if you run out of fucking electricity on a road trip or some shit and you can't find a i don't know there's a lot you know there's a lot of questions but he's in the right path you know what's your take on it i think it's good his mentality is completely different than anybody else and Everything he's doing, like like how A.V. said, trying to help out, he's really doing it. He's not, like, saying he's going to do something. He doesn't do it. He's, like, I, I didn't even know before I heard the Joe Rogan podcast that he was actually doing that, like, trying to take people to another yeah. planet. Yeah. That's that's real. They, yeah, they just launched that shit. And, uh, like, that's that's some shit that you're really not getting paid for. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're exactly. just, as you live in your purpose, like, you're just fucking doing some shit because you know it needs to be done. He's doing it for humanity, probably, yeah. So. Yeah. That's dope. He, yeah, he's an interesting guy, like. I don't know how the fuck he finds time. 
Like it's the shit. So talking like about humanity, do you do you do anything like that? Like anything charity shit or uh, what's like? Yeah, how do you contribute to society? I haven't recently, but my mom always telling me let's go feed the homeless, let's go do this, do that. So I definitely do want to get into it. Even like probably just giving out free haircuts, I think it's pretty dope because it changes your your whole perspective and how you look at yourself and your confidence. It's just a confidence booster, like a hundred percent. You see that every time. I know you see it with your with your clients. They walk in, maybe with their head down a little bit. By the time they get out your chair, they got their chest up, and they, you know, they just feel yeah, really confident. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what. And reasons. yeah, as a barber, even the conversations, because like Stevo, uh, he was talking about. They asked him his purpose because I, I was cutting up some dude that was like real about the un- like hippieish dude. So he was like, "What's your purpose?" Like he asked Stevo, and then Stevo was like, "To I mean, right now I cut hair, so to." Basically teach people while I cut their hair, you know, like share knowledge, share good vibes with them. So that's my purpose, you know, to share good vibes through my craft. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had never heard anybody just say it like that. So because, I mean, you are impacting a lot of people, you know, even if you're at Starbucks, fucking whatever you're doing, you know, you can still live your purpose through whatever it is. So. Cutting hair, even though we're not doing fucking Elon Musk shit, <laughs> yeah, you know we still we can still play our part in the mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah, I feel like uh, yeah. Once you 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 find your purpose, I mean, what do you think is your purpose? I don't know. Uh, I think your purpose is whatever you make it. So whatever you feel like you need to do in the in your heart, that's that's what I think. So just like he said with Steve-O, that's a great way to put it because that's exactly how I feel. So I feel like uh, cutting hair is just like something that I use to get to them, like, to my clients, right? So, I don't know, it's like, like you said, the the conversations just are different and the therapeutical. So, even through that, just talking to people, just problem solving, just, even just listening sometimes, it just helps a lot. Yeah. So, that would help them in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they help you a lot, too. Like, sometimes you need to talk, too. And it's just not the barbers that help them. So mm-hmm. The clients help a lot, too. So, sometimes. It's a win-win. For sure. Yeah, 100%. it's a win-win. Oh, yeah. And yeah, man, as corny as it sounds, like I think everybody's put here for like with a certain gift and stuff. So as long as you're using your gift for good, then that's really what matters. Like right. whatever it is, yeah, taking pictures, fucking cutting hair is a big one, you know, because like you said, somebody could go from feeling like shit, like depressed, and then they get a cut, and then they're just a complete different person. Like they they might get that job, they might pull that girl, they might, you know what I'm saying? Like you're changing the. Yeah, you're actually changing the fucking... And that's not anything made up, because they say that. Like, they mm-hmm. tell you, like, man, I feel like shit earlier, and I'm about to walk out, I feel good. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, I feel good. You, you see them all hype and stuff. You don't have to tell you sometimes, you just know. That's like a power. Like, what the yeah, fuck? I just sure. made this dude go from fucking sad and depressed to let me go, you know, they'll, they'll, take they'll a go, shower and Yeah, they'll see post in their snap, like, yeah, oh, sure. yeah, yeah, I'll be doing that shit, too. So, it's, it's yeah. Shout out to all the barbers, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. We got Hell some yeah. great barbers down here, man. Um, I, when you know when this whole quarantine thing happened, like, how, did it affect your business? And it, if it did, like, what did you do to like um, kind of stay? So I mean, at first, just like everybody, like I didn't know what was going on, so I did get a little little scared. So I did shut down for about two, I think, three weeks. But I mean, I've always been the type to save money and just to make sure I have enough money for anything just like that. So I ended up using. You know, whatever I was has, I had saved up. Not all of it, but just enough. And I just got back to work. After a while, I started realizing that, I don't know, maybe it's not real. Maybe it's not as serious. It probably is real, but it's not as serious as people are making it seem like. So yeah. 
I started just cutting hair after that. It did. It didn't really affect me. Yeah. Too much. Did it teach you something? It teach. It taught me that everybody's more of a sheep than I thought. That's what it taught. What do you me. What do you mean like by everybody that? is quick to go to listen to what others have to say and follow what they have to say? Because I just oh, started okay, like, okay, with okay. the toilet yeah. paper. Like, who started the toilet paper thing? Everybody went crazy over toilet paper, and now there's a fuckload of toilet paper at the stores, and nobody cares about it. And it would go back to the coronavirus thing. Now these riots going on, nobody cares about the coronavirus. Yeah. So it's just like trending things that continuously lead people to a path that they don't know where the fuck they're going to. Yeah. The whole, the whole toilet paper thing was more of a psychology. Yeah, everybody forgot about that right now. Yeah. So. But it, it, that's, that's why I didn't like, when all this shit started happening, I didn't watch the news. I didn't watch nothing. Maybe still, I'm still a sheep. Cause I, first thing I went to was the fucking Joe Rogan podcast. Like, let me see. Cause usually he has credible sources on there, you know? So I was like, let me go there. But, but I don't think that no, makes you sure. a sheep because you didn't do what I, other people I try did. to just go to the source that I trust. Yeah. So at the end of, you know, yeah, but you didn't, you didn't, like, I, still follow I didn't, I didn't, even though, like, everybody was taking toilet paper, I just got the, the ones I, like, the normal toilet paper I always get. I was like, I'm not going to stack this shit up. What the fuck do I need this shit for? Like, who says that? Yeah, like, Who's is the virus going to go up my ass or something? What, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what is the purpose behind this? But it looks like that was more of a psych, I don't know, a psychological thing because, you know, toilet papers take a big space in the, you know, in the shelves, you know, so, like. If you take one or two, it's already looking a little empty, and then other people go. So people seeing it empty, we're like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh, let me get that shit," mm-hmm. you know, because it's like we're gonna run out. Right. But it's yeah. funny too. Clippers, uh, Clipper sales went up. Man, they the price gouging. It's crazy. I, I try to what, buy those uh, golds, uh, the Babylis, the gold ones, mm-hmm. and they were out of stock. I was like, what the fuck? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, they, they take advantage of that. Like, they take advantage of the whole situation, and they know, like, you know, the barbershops are going to be booming, and, like, everybody's going to get their cuts back and, like, want to get their cuts, so they're going to bump up the price of everything. Like, everything went up, to be honest. Well, yeah, food went up. I yeah, saw that. Food. Like, the tacos, they, they went up. Fuck. Everything Next. went up. <laughs> Everything went up. <laughs> People gotta gotta bounce back, but yeah, everything went up except the the wage. But it, it is what it is, man. Um, I'm just I don't know, man. I just keep. What else is next? You know, like, that's my, my question. Is like, That's why I tell people I try to just stay focused on the shit that I'm on. Like you said, like, I try not to listen to too much fucking TV, none of that. And then I'll read it, like, but I try to not even believe anything. I'll just, like, watch it. Like, last night I was sitting there watching the rioting and all that. And I wasn't really, think, like, making a, a, a decision on how I felt. I was just kind of watching everything and, like, let's just see. Let's just see. And then... Because we can't really do shit about it. So I'd rather just cut some hair and fucking I, I didn't think <laughs> chill. It, yeah, I didn't think it could get worse. Because to be honest, it's like, all right, the coronavirus is it's the top. Like, that's it. Who, what else can top it? The world could fucking end. That the world feels like it is ending. It, it feels like it, man. Like, really? Like, half that's of what the my year? dad said. He's like, se va el mundo la verga. <laughs> like, what else? Like, you know, like, fuck. I don't know, man. I'm ready for this. I don't know if it's the year that they just said, you know, 2020 is just going to be a shit, a shit show. I don't know. I'm just ready for all this shit. to They be say over history with. repeats itself. So maybe uh, we should go back and read some fucking history books and maybe we'll, I don't know. Probably. I think one thing I did notice, too, is a lot of people became more uh, religious during this time. Like, I think they were just kind of like, damn, this shit might be over with or do you something. think that 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 is uh being a hypocrite though because now you're more religious because t- of tough times don't you think i think so yeah 
So like I like I said, like I don't I'm not big into religion, but like I like to thank God because I guess I grew up, you know, like in in I grew up in the religion. So like I like to think there's a God out there or a, a power that, you know, so every day to me and I do it. I do it this way. Like a lot of people say, oh, thank I'm blessed to wake up. But I always at the end of the night, it's like when I say thank you for letting me live another day, because if I die in my sleep, then I died in my sleep. Fuck it. You know, I didn't feel anything, you know, but waking up like I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's weird to explain. But like waking up, I feel like it's like my day started. So like I don't I should give thanks when I come back to. to so basically you just get shit going. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it is a good thing to uh, wake up and be like thankful for sure that ba- I do it at the end of the night. I'm just the opposite, just because of that. Because like, like I it could the get day. you going. Because there for a minute, I was kind of like just depressed and was like, "Man, fuck the world. This fucked up. We're all just doomed anyway." <laughs> so no, no, I, it, I would it, wake up and thank for the little things. It, like, it, I got it, a mom. I got a dad. I got, and then that kind of like allowed me to go about my day a little easier than. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that just everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whatever gets you going, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Whatever gets yeah. you going at the end of the day, I feel like. That's with any religion or any anything like whatever keeps you at peace. Like if you believe in Jesus and that keeps you happy and it keeps you at peace, being a kind motherfucker, then good. You know, like whatever it is, if you pray to San Judas, whoever, as long as you're at the end of the day, exactly. As long as you're at peace, that's it. It leads you through a guide. You know, you know, believing in some faith. That's uh, yeah, where faith comes in. Yeah, Um, yeah. The religion is 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 totally different route and sensitive, but. At the end of the day, it's to keep the majority of the people, I guess, in the right path. That's what it comes down to. So, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much that. Uh, an hour and 11 minutes. Yeah. Um, any other topics you guys want to touch in? So, I mean, since we're talking about religion, at what age did you realize, like, since your mom wanted you to go, when did you realize, like, I'm cool on that? Well, she wasn't really pushing it. She she always told us, if y'all want to go, y'all can go. And we, oh, so she was, she was pretty yeah, open she, about it. Yeah, she's never pushed us to I think that's how it should be. Yeah, uh, for yeah. sure. Because I feel like some, some... Was your dad religious? No. Well, he he would go to church, but he he's not really, like, extremely religious. Okay. He's really more open-minded, too. I was, I'm, I'm blessed with, like, two great parents and just great minds. So that's, that's where it comes from, I feel like. Yeah, because the thing with there's certain people that are like all about their religion and they're not open minded. I feel like you have to be like you just can't be because I'm this religion. I'm going to bash on the other religion. Right. Like I that'd be contradicting yourself. Yeah. So it's like, no, like, like, if at the end of the day, your mission is peace and love. When you're judging somebody, you're already fucking that up. So, yeah. So like to me, that's like over with that yeah. basically breaks every fucking Argument you exactly, have you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like I, I see people that say, "Oh, like this religion is is the real one," and like those who follow this religion are gonna go to heaven. And if you follow like Buddhism or something, like, but I'm like, I don't think that's how it should be. Like you're fucking up in the first place because what if they grew up in that religion, right? And the Buddhism or whatever other religion that there is, you know, that other countries have, like, that's what they grew up in and that's what they believe. And if, as long as it's positive, I think that's like what that's really what counts. Right. Because, yeah, you could have been born in a different country with a different religion, different culture. You grew up in that. You didn't like, you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't. I don't know. It's just like to me. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't have you long. have you um, uh, experienced psychedelics? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. 
Um, they just that's uh, touching your your question again. That that's what really opened up opens up my eyes. Opened up my eyes at least. Uh, uh, yeah, psychedelics. They just they just take you to a place where you've never been before, and pretty much the center of the universe. And you get so humbled, and your ego gets broken, and you start to kind of. It's like if a blindfold is taken off your eyes. I don't even know how to explain it, but if you know, you know. And um, you start slowly start to realizing a lot of things. And I, I did psychedelics at first when I was 16. So it's been a couple of years now. So and every day you start realizing a lot more things. And So by breaking of, your ego, why do you, what do you mean by that? Like explain that. Uh, so everybody has an ego. Like I said, I'm not an expert, but everybody has an ego and everybody's ego can be broken. But to be a human, you have to be an ego. You have to have an ego. And to me, an ego is is like what says me, me, me. So, like, I want this. I want that. And being selfish or whatever. And the ego is not completely bad, but it does have a lot of bad parts to it. So, breaking the ego, you get completely humble. Like, next level humble. You don't, you don't like, feel selfish. You don't feel any of that. And You don't give a fuck about that Corvette or that bad bitch. You or start to let go of, like, materialistic things. And you start to realize what really matters. And to me, what really matters is family and just spending quality time with my people. That's that's really all it boils down to, taking care of your people, make sure that they feel loved and that you feel loved and everything's in harmony. That's what it boils down to me. So harmony, that uh, that kind of boils it down. But when, when, harmony, when you came back from the trip and shit, you felt more more at peace, more hurt, more... Well, it's not, it's not instant. I wouldn't say it's instant like the morning after you wake up, but it's like gradual. So like, like in a week, you'll be like, "Oh, that, oh, that's what I was thinking about," and you realize. So that. It's basically, after you come back from that, that whole week, you're still kind of uh, not even thi- the whole week. Every day after you're, that. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like if you open up your mind. So I mean, psychedelics, <laughs> psychedelics are <laughs> just don't. a way to get to um, a psychedelic state in the mind because a psychedelic state is is a natural state of the mind. You can get there through meditation. Uh, psychedelics are just there to get you there faster. So I'm, I'm curious, bro. Like, have you ever did meditated? I haven't done meditation. I used to for a little bit, but it's because to get to a psychedelic state through meditation probably takes about two hours. You have to practice and practice and for practice. For fucking probably years. Oh, yeah. Like monks, I'm sure they can do that. Yeah. Because there's there's a psychedelic. So, like Joe Rogan does the fucking tank or whatever. Yeah, like. But sure. even him, he still, he says he uses a, a fucking edibles. And then he goes mm-hmm. in there and basically. Well, edibles are a trip, man. They're a fucking trip. I've taken like. Really big amounts of edibles, like dosages-wise, and man, they 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 almost seem like a trip, like an actual psychedelic trip, I'm like sure shrooms type shit. Yeah, like pretty close. I don't know, like it's to me that's like I'm I'm a little scared of like doing that because like yesterday, like I, I was having a good time, I was at the lake and shit, and I hit I hit the pen, and then I started seeing shit different. <laughs> you know, like it's like when you like start questioning shit, like. I was at the lake having a good time, and then why when I hit the pin, I'm, like, thinking, like, what, like, what is life? Kind of that question, like, what is life? Like, what is the whole reason behind this shit? And I started seeing everything different. So I feel like if I, you know, go on a trip, like, it'd be some different shit, you know? Like, I yeah. don't know. If it's going mean, positive I, or negative, thing, that's, like, my, my thing. Because I felt like that the first time I smoked weed, like... The first, first time I smoked weed, I remember that shit was, like, uh, out of this world. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I was in the back of the car, and I was listening to music, and it was just, like, whoa. You know? Mm -hmm. You felt, I felt free. Like, like nothing mattered. Just the music was fucking, I just felt good. And with psychedelics, I don't know. I know you, from 
all my friends, what they tell me is that you have to break that barrier, like of, of almost uncomfortable. Like you're uncomfortable, you know. And then and then you come back, and it's like a good. I've been hearing a lot of. I haven't yet to hear like, oh, this was a bad trip. I think it was one. I don't know who the fuck was it, but it was one. Out so, of with your experience, was it good from the start, or did you have to get over that? Like, was there a, like, oh shit, I'm fucking tripping balls, and then after you realize you're tripping balls, that's when it feels cool, or? Well, to put into perspective, um, it's it doesn't. It's not like you realize everything when you're like in the trip. Like I said, man, I forgot what you said too. What'd you say about uh? While you're in the moment, what'd you say before that? Yeah, like, yeah. like, is there a moment, like, when you barely take it, that you're kind of like... Oh, okay, you said something about being uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, so, you have to be comfortable while being uncomfortable, if that makes sense, while you're in a trip. It's just like working out. You have to be, like, so, you have to be comfortable while it burns. You know what I mean? Because you brought, up, you brought up a bad trip. There's no such thing as a bad trip. A bad trip, well, at least to me, a mm-hmm. bad trip is... You facing your demons, like your, and I mean demons like your insecurities and what you don't like about yourself and what you don't want to face about yourself. Because most of the time, we'll grab this piece of ourselves and be like, I don't want to see that. Push it over here. But what happens, it starts to build up and eventually it's going to explode. That's when people start getting like really mad, like for no reason. They're just mad at themselves. They're not mad at anything else. They're just mad at themselves. But they don't know that they're mad at themselves and it keeps piling up and then it's never ending. That's almost like, uh, that's why they say it helps with depression and anxiety because that's what depression and anxiety is. Like, Basically, you're depressed about the person you are, so then that gives you anxiety because you're like, "Fuck, I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to be successful." And then that, get, you know, that makes sense. So that's where I was going with. The- there's certain, uh, yeah, because there's certain like depression, I guess, stages of like, you know, because if you don't like yourself, you're depressed. You right. know what I'm saying? That's basically what that is. So, what, that's- what like, what, like, what was your depression? Because I know, like, basically that I didn't. I, you didn't I, like I, yourself? Not myself. It's just like. I didn't like the you. I didn't like the world. I didn't like how this shit was. Like it was. Just, I think that's what that I, was my depression of like anything I do is really not gonna do anything to make a change how or fucked some shit. Up shit already is. That was my depression. But yeah, yeah. I guess so I guess sometimes you could just flip the perspective too. I think that's like a superpower too. Yeah. So you can be like, just how you said that. Oh shit, I can't do anything about. it. I'm gonna be depressed. You could be like, oh shit, I ain't gonna do it, but I'm gonna go have some fun. You know what I mean? So like, it's the same thing as like. Me and you facing each other, and me drawing a six. It's a six to me, but it's a nine to you. And if I go, if we switch, it's the same thing. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. It boils down to perspective, so, in my opinion. What is uh, one of your conspiracy theories? Because you say you have some of your own. So what? What depends about what? Like if you want to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the government. Uh, um, I feel like the government is con- is controlled by something higher. So, pretty much like I said with the puppets. So. I think that like the government controls the the celebrities and the people that are like famous, and I think that's something higher controlling the government that we don't know about, so we never question that. Something higher. I'm not sure exactly what that could be, but it's just. I saw a video that uh, back in the Kennedy days, they had like the secret fucking like all these people like Kennedy and like celebrities had this secret fucking like meetings and shit well yeah i i need to pull that up sometime but alex jones basically went to the hotel where they met and uh recorded this whole shit bro like he's with the fucking cat like and they shut alex jones down after a while he had a whole thing called info wars yeah his youtube channel yeah yeah he would get on there and fucking tell you like laws that were trying to get passed like on the joe rogan podcast he's like they were trying to uh 
it was like a crazy abortion thing. Like they were making it to where like the, they could use the kids' um, organs and make money off of them when it was like they were being aborted and shit. And they were trying to pass that law. So like shit like that that people don't even know about. He would right. bring it up to people and they shut him down, man. So it's like. And they made him seem like he was crazy or something, but he was just spitting that's, facts. That's what people look at Dave Chappelle too. Dave Chappelle like spoke a lot and shit. Right now, nigga, we might get shut down. <laughs> but like Dave Chappelle, he fucking they come after you, bro. Like I think that's that's what it is. Like oh, you like you would post something like when the five G rumors came out, you'd post something about five G. They would knock that shit down. Like you can post it. Facebook would and do see, it. That's what that's where I, my depression came from. From shit like that. Like I would look at it and be like, damn, we fucking we're what happened to like, the we're nothing, bro. Yeah, like, what happened to the saying? free like, free freedom of speech and shit like that? Like, and then as soon as you do speak up, they're gonna fucking kill you. But I guess that's where you'd like fuck it. I would rather you know like die for what I believe in type shit. So. Yeah, stand for something or fall for anything. Yeah, because I mean, the good people is they, I mean, Martin Luther King, then Kennedy. Everybody's been Tupac, I mean, Tupac, they Tupac, yeah. Filled his ass. The Kennedy thing is so like. I hope mine's cool. Like, I hope they do it cool. Like, like it's a badass fucking. Maybe I was skydiving and then they just uh, pulled the plug on me or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with the Kennedy thing is like, how the fuck do you kill a president? That's kind of easy. You just, I mean, how did they do it? He was from the roof, right? Uh, yeah, he was a sniper, on the roof. but like. Nigga. How do you be blocked off? Ain't it like right? But like I think it. I but think how do you like? Just, okay, you shoot somebody. All right, you, you're looking like where the like. I immediately would go to like where's the bullet like pointing and shit like the they shot. Ca- I mean they caught and the I dude. Look, they did. Yeah, he was a uh, basically the way that happened. This dude went. He was a. Uh, what if that was an inside he, job? Though? He, he was a sniper dude from like he was in the military and then he was on the top because in, in Dallas you can go to the place where it happened. So they. Take you through the holes. You can even, I think, see the window and shit that where it happened. So he went up there, did what he did, and then he went to a movie theater. So from there, he he got away from that spot. Like they found out that where they shot from or whatever, they went up there and they searched the area and they found him like inside a movie theater or some crazy shit. And in that same moment that he got shot, like I think hours later, hours later, they like the police searched the area. And then they found him like inside a movie theater. He's probably just hiding and shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that shit is crazy. But he basically just ran, went up there, fucking got his y'all ass. Thought it was, y'all off. think it was like, a, like an inside job? Could have been. Could've. See, that's what he's saying. Like, there's a government, and then who knows what? Who's control? Like, who's on top of Trump, and who's on top of? Which is that's what I mean by like. Uh, I was telling the homie, I was like, do you think money is the answer? Like, do we have to just get money to be able to, but I don't think, I mean, I don't think it is. I, you can, you can have a better time with money. You know, you right, can, I, I don't think money is the answer. Cause I feel like when it comes to this kind of like situation, I feel like money is the answer to what, you know, like what it, to, I guess certain answers or certain, but yeah, I guess not. Yeah. I don't. I I totally like I don't know what the fuck it was I don't know if it was this quarantine thing that made me realize that really we do we whatever have, the fuck they say like, yeah exactly and when money really ain't shit it, it really isn't but shit. is it like it's like, like what about for the what about for the Trumps and the like Mark Cubans and all that like how you know how was quarantine for them like that I, shit it was I'm guessing it was. Not too bad, because, I mean, when you have a fucking million-dollar mansion with your own fucking chef and shit, you can get distracted. But I'm pretty sure deep down they were worried about, like, what's, like, what the fuck is going to happen. And a lot of celebrities were fucking scared and vulnerable because we didn't know if the the dollar amount was going to drop. So if the dollar amount drops the value and it's not worth shit, then 
what's the money worth? You know, like what's the money? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so many, so many questions and so many like, damn, we really ain't worth shit. Like we, we, we really no, Like we really like, we have to follow this system and they pretty much say what we can do and what we cannot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They say you're free though. But they say we're but free. free though. But you just follow our guidelines. Right. Oh, okay. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So uh, slavery is still kind of, it's just pretty now. Exactly. But I mean, like decorated. you said, perspective. Yeah, for sure. Because even, even, uh, yeah, I mean, you get to the point where you have a lot of money, but you still controlled. You still got to do what they say. Yeah, you like, still just on a. You just have a bigger bill. At that point, you just try to like at least get some power. At that point, you know, a little bit of power. You know, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, I think that that's the perfect word, distraction. Like, uh, with that's all. It's just a distraction from really. I don't know. Self self help. I think is the answer to a lot of the shit. Like just being. Good with yourself, you know, like even like exercise, all that shit, like being around good people, like really at the end of the day, out of all this big shit, the only things you have control of is like, like who you keep around, like your health, like what books you read, what fucking shows you watch, what music, like that's I it. I feel like uh, <laughs> the little things. Sometimes it's like, especially with all this shit going on, man, I feel like it's easier to just fall into like, because... I try not to like think about it too much, but I'm like, fuck, like sometimes it, it leads to like a depression and shit. Cause it's like, man, what the fuck is going on? Like, uh, I mean, if you really look at the world right now, it is a depression. Gotta say, yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, I don't know, man. I think it's like, yeah, it gets to me. Like there's certain days where I'm like, man, fuck this shit. Like, but what can you do about it? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like you, and that's the, I think that what, what well, makes it work. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like what can I do about it? Yeah. I don't, I mean, I try to just stay like in my lane and like. So at that point, you're just stressing yourself out for no reason, not for no reason because it's for a good cause. But what can you really do? What can you do that morning, right then and there, to help that? To help the cause? Yeah. Well, first of all, I know like, at least for my set for my safe, you know, I'm, I drink a lot of water and like do exercise because you know it's just the COVID nineteen and the coronavirus is, has to do with respiratorial, you know. But that's something everybody should be doing right. no matter what. Right, right, right. That least virus come and right. Almost no, but I've always been that type. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah, I, I feel like, and that's person. another thing that the media says like do quarantine and like stay in your house and this, but they don't talk about like, hey, why don't you drink, you know, a lot exactly. of water? Why don't Are you, you do exercise? Vitamins, work out, work exactly. out. Yeah. Um, exactly. Oh, read books. Stay your, away from like. Yeah, stay away from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I forgot who said it. Like this motherfucker's obese. Uh, he's buying cigarettes, but he has a face mask on. <laughs> he's safe. What? Do you think it makes sense to go to the gym and then as soon as you're done, you fucking smoke a cigarette? Do you think it makes sense? Uh, no. It depends what you're not. working for, though. Yeah. What? It depends what you're working for. If you're, I've well, done it. I've well, done it. Like I've left the gym and like we're just chilling. Me and Cac, we had a killer ass workout. Like fuck it, let's just. But aren't you? Don't let's, you? Let's burn. Let's burn a little port right quick. You talking about a cigarette? Yeah, a cigarette. Like, a cig- like tobacco? Like yeah. No, nah, I mean I don't smoke tobacco, but probably not. Because nah, aren't you going not. to the gym to better yourself, like to be healthy and shit? And then you go ahead and fucking. It's an addiction though. Like Cac, I think it's an addiction. Like that motherfucker when he's done working out, he he, he wants to have a cigarette. It's <laughs> pointless. To me, that's just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, in that situation, besides the COVID thing, what could I do to better the situation? I mean, I don't know. Because I can try and do, like, I can go and do a peaceful protest, especially with this thing going on. I can get shot in the balls. <laughs> you know, I can go and capture the moment and see if I can put a, 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 a positive message. And I can get 
get tased or something you know like yeah it, it can go either way then it doesn't matter like if it's peaceful or not so what's your purpose let's talk about that my purpose i think my purpose is just to make sure like my people are you know in the right path uh you know like my brother my lady my brother especially and then my sister that's growing up i feel like when you know and this is re- really uh you know, selective, but when my mom passed away, like my mission, that's when I knew like I had to grow up and I had to, you know, be that guy, be that brother, be that, you know, to guide them. So I think my purpose was that, and it, it is still that like to make sure my sister grows up in the right path and make sure she, you know, is able to do what she wants to do. And then same with my brothers. So like take care of them, I think is one of the big. So see, I think that's what, what I was talking about, like the simple things, even though that's, in the big broad spectrum may not be like big to the world, but to you, that's like, that's all you can control. You know yeah. how, who I, you are, like to your people. And, and then shit, like, so. you know, cause time goes by so fast and I think it's, you know, besides, you know, making, making sure they, you know, are in the right path, uh, enjoy life because it goes by so fast and I see it so different now. And it's like where you were saying, you know, you get to that point where, you know, you start seeing shit, you start taking the blindfold. So like, I see life so different now, so I'm just trying to be like, you know what? There isn't much I can. I, I'm a positive person, and I'll do anything I can to help. But you know, I feel like the negativity is a bigger wave than the positivity. It can and it piles up so fast. So like, you know, I can be positive, and two or three people can follow me. But the negative, you get the whole crowd. Right. You know, like six nine is a perfect example of that. Like, exactly. this guy is. Everybody just wants to see what he's doing. What what. Who is he beefing with? I think it with? comes down to character, though, man. Like, what kind of character you want to build? Because, like, if you're living, like, um, like I, I would rather be at peace and have just a couple people following me than be super fucking popular but be having to, like, just watch over my No, son. no, he's in a fucked up situation. You know what I'm that's saying? Sad. So that's really what it, it, like, even though the positivity may not reach as many people, like, I've always been the type to... I'll share positivity over and the oh, negative me, me shit. Too. I can talk shit. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted to be that person to be the troll, and I could do it, and it's fun. But I don't because it's like yeah, I, I, you I, know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, and it's the same with me. Like I feel like, like I said, it goes back to like, what can I do to change it? There might not be much, but you know, I I I don't know. I can you know go out there and like help the homeless. You know, make sure you know. Every time I have the chance, I'll, you know, give him some food, buy him some food. and um, Or even just fucking, like, getting your brother or, or even linked getting, up with a job or shit like yeah, that. You know, that's yeah, that, uh, yeah, it goes down to that, like, just trying to do at least make sure my surroundings are good. I think that's what I can do. Um, but yeah. Who do you keep around you, man? Family. Family is just really close friends, people I trust. Um, my close friends, I call them brothers. You know what I mean? There's a lot of my brothers to me. So if I call your brother, you know, you can... It's just trusted. I'm trusted. I mean, I'm trusting you all the way. So just family in general. It's just really all my friends. I try to keep my family super close. That's really all that matters to me. Yeah. That's really. Family. Matter. I mean, that's. Yeah. That uh, And the thing, like, yeah, like having your f- friends, that's like a weird, it's a weird word, I guess, because. There's, I care for people, you know what I'm saying? But there's not, like, so many people that I, I can, like, I'll just call or, like, you know, type of shit like that or that I'll link up with or whatever. Like, because yeah. the energy, that's a huge thing. So if you're, mm-hmm. yeah, if you put yourself around. And I don't know, sometimes it's fun being around a lot of motherfuckers. But Do you, do you have somebody to vent? Because I feel like we all need that person. 
Uh, to vent. Like just to like my mom. Yeah, I'll talk to my mom when I really got to talk about some like real life shit. Yeah, my mom is probably the person to go to because she's not gonna. She's gonna love me. She loves no matter me. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves me unconditionally. So yeah. like whatever I tell her, she's gonna give me like a real take on that. But yeah, she's gonna give you the honest answer and shit. Yeah. yeah. What about you, bro? Yeah, my mom too. Probably yeah. my dad, my brother. Oh yeah. 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 And see, with my dad, I got to be selective on what I go to my dad with because his mentality is on some other shit. So uh, if That's I go true. to him about something, he might just be like, just, you know, he might be rude about it or say some shit that I'm just like, man, this nigga right here, but... It's just that's that's how he deals with that shit. I guess you <laughs> kind of know what they know more about. So you ask those type of questions. Like yeah. I probably wouldn't ask the same questions to, to my mom that I would with my dad. Yeah. But you just kind of select your questions. Like when I have like girl problems and shit like that, I'll probably go to my mom about it because like she's a girl and she knows what girls think and all that shit. So I guess yeah. that's a double-sided one because your dad could probably got some shit to say too. Yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah, that too. But I guess it's just picking out whatever you want to ask them because you know yeah. what they know. You don't yeah. know what they know, but you know what they mostly know. And they got, they got a lot of a lot of years of experience. But yeah, I, like my parents are probably my biggest like backbone and shit. Because when it comes to like career shit or shit like like big moves, big decisions, I'll go talk to them before I talk to anybody. They're always else. there. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've been in here for an hour and thirty four minutes. This a sauna in this bitch. <laughs> Let's cut it out. <laughs> you said it. Uh, anything else before we close this out, man? No. That's uh, one more thing, and it's uh, what we ask everybody. Uh, what, what uh, if you had to go back five years to make any changes? Tell yourself something. What would it be? Make any changes? I wouldn't make any changes because then I wouldn't be here. Like even right now, to this day, I wouldn't be here. But tell myself anything, like any advice, guidance. Um, probably just stay calm, and your time will come. Like just stay patient. Patience is probably one of the biggest keys, and be able to switch your perspective because I, I wasn't doing that until like a couple of years ago. So be able to switch your perspective. That'd probably be the main hell thing. Yeah. Stay humble. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, that's uh, definitely a, a unique, one of our, one of the most unique answers we get when I ask, cause we almost asked everybody this question and that's, that's yeah, it's there, man. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, man. Appreciate you coming out, man. Thank you, my brother. Keep doing podcast, your thing, bro. For real. Uh, you hella young, man, and, like, the mentality is there, so I, I, I see you doing bad things. That's one of the youngins right there that out of everybody I see, I'm like, you got a good head on your shoulders. Bro, You're, shit. like, influencing people in the right direction. So, yeah, bro, keep fucking doing your thing. Hell, yeah. Thank you. I would definitely will. Hell, yeah. So let's wrap this up. Peace. <laughs>